0: Welcome, everyone, to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, September 27th. My name is Chris, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Daniel.
1: Howdy, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. You guys are great. <laughs> um, if you
0: have been a listener of the show, uh-huh. I had a whole story arc
1: about oh, wow. a washing machine. <laughs> the story... The story arc about your washing machine yeah. yeah I remember that era it was a I've grown to love it really now
0: one of my best arcs so far really um, but it it doesn't have a dryer right it's just a washing machine so I, I've been hang drying my clothes
1: it's like a scrub
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right um, the with that comes wrinkles there's a wrinkle in this plot in your storyline sure in your story, sure. in uh, your story arc so then i've been ironing more right yeah and honestly i kind of hate ironing i don't mind it It, i like how the clothes look with an iron but it's like a lot of to do
1: yeah it kind of is you gotta do it in like batches so it's not it doesn't get too boring or you have to do it all the time
0: um and then i notice with new clothes if there's like printed graphics on it because i I iron t-shirts also
1: yeah that's a crazy thing to be doing too like you
0: you came around to it sometimes i feel like
1: it's worth it sometimes but you do like every shirt don't you well i wash every Shirt. Yeah, you iron every shirt too, is what I'm asking. Um, do you? Most of the time, it's just crazy to me.
0: Well, they're pretty wrinkled coming out of just a washing machine spin cycle. Okay, I hear you. Right. Um, but also like if I get a new shirt and I wash it, of course, before I wear it, mm-hmm. and then um, it dries, hang dries, and then I iron it. I notice maybe the dry, the uh, iron setting is too hot or too high, but it leaves like little ink blots because I think I'm, it's smearing the graphic, maybe the print on whatever.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, that sounds like that would happen. Yeah. Like so melting like, off the ink.
0: Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, dang, I'm, I'm messing this up. So then I got to rewash it or something after I had just washed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking for alternatives and I think I found it and I'm very surprised how well it works. Wait, what? Uh, just use a washing machine we have, <laughs> the communal one? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um There are two brands, Bounce and Downey. And I wanted Downey, but the only, store only had Bounce. So I bought Bounce, Refresher, and Wrinkle Release, three in one. Is this a hashtag ad here? I'm just saying it's a product that I'm very surprised how well it works. That it exists? Like it's an anti-wrinkle wa- detergent? It's not anti-wrinkle. What is this now? Because you spray it after it's wrinkled, not before. It's already wrinkled and I can just spray it and the wrinkles are gone. Now you have my attention.
1: <laughs> Does this really work? Like It, it just... works.
0: I will say like, of course, ironing is better. Like yeah. it, there's no wrinkles at all when you iron properly. But this gets out 90% of the wrinkles.
1: This is... Uh, honestly pretty amazing if it's true now have you only used it on your t-shirts that you've been talking about I've
0: used you... it on um, like dress shirt like like, shirts like button down shirts yeah. and
1: it works just like as good
0: as good as it does on like t-shirts yeah yeah. obviously wrinkles will get every wrinkle out this gets almost every wrinkle out ironing okay wow but the spray it's like it, it's like you're wiping wrinkles away because you spray it on the garment and then you kind of stretch it a little bit from the ends yeah and then you kind of just wipe it clean and it's flat do you have to let it sit for a little bit? Not really.
1: Huh. Wow. It's like seconds. Where did you discover this? You just looked up like how to get wrinkles out without ironing? What was I the... knew this
0: product existed but I never looked into it. I never heard of this before. Wrinkle wow. release yeah. sprays? It's a, I don't know what it is. It, obviously, it's some kind of chemical. Yeah. This is not natural.
1: I'm wondering if like, um, what do we get it done for like, uh, when you get your clothes washed? Yeah. At a, at a, like a dry cleaner? Dry cleaner. Do they have stuff like that? Like, instead of ironing? Like, I'm wondering if that's what they use because maybe iron could damage clothes they don't know about well you know i mean what I'm
0: saying? they have um steamers i think oh like, that's um, what they use okay i've seen uh, a dry cleaning place um it's almost like a, a air blower thing oh yeah it's like in the shape of a shirt and it's like you're just riding a motorcycle where like all the air is puffed out <laughs> and then it dries the. Sh-
1: <laughs> they have that really like like yeah Okay. I always thought that was like at a factory when they have those like gigantic blowers. I mean,
0: that's what a dry cleaner is. I guess. Giant conveyor belts.
1: that, And it's like, like shoots out the, all that air out. And yeah. Like and it drag, dries like it, instantly. It irons it from the inside out. Exactly. Basically. Yeah.
0: But I mean, dry cleaning is all chemicals, right? Like there's no, they don't use uh, water and soap.
1: There's no washing machine involved, right? Yeah. And that always blew my mind that they can get it actually clean with that. Because it just basically like dilutes the dirt off or whatever, the kinda, griminess. Yeah. And then, and then you just wipe, wipe it, it off. Clean, yeah. It's kind of amazing to me.
0: The, all this wrinkle release stuff, I, you have to see it for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> see it to believe it? Yeah, because even as I'm doing it, I'm like, wow. Because it's literally a 10th, not even attempt a two percent effort compared to ironing i'd have to grab an ironing board and plug this thing in and get some water and do multiple sides like i have to flip the things it's like i spray it and i wipe it off i'm, I'm wiping the wrinkles away and it's easy as that fellas. you sound like the
1: oxyclean or
0: a sham wow guy it's only four easy payments of 1999 <laughs> Uh, so that's what you've been doing like
1: learning how to iron stuff like Look, that I, ironing I'm just saying like uh, I'm throwing away the iron you're
0: flabbergasted I don't need that iron anymore
1: and honestly it does if it's that easy I do want to try so you have to like stretch it out it's not like it's, just spray it and then like barely. let it
0: go it's like this is the process I spray it stretch 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 wipe 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 done <laughs> Did you see that Do an instant replay <laughs> I mean It's literally like Okay next
1: Shirt Wow Okay That that sounds like a life changer Because I kind of don't wear Button ups as much as we probably should As the uh-huh. Quote unquote Business casual For the office Right Because I'm too lazy To iron sometimes
0: Try this spray Yeah And I will say this It's like It's pretty wet again Yeah Okay. Like, yeah you're Is you're spraying it Is that annoying So as you're wiping Like you It's still it. kind of damp Right So you kind of You don't want to like Spray it and then throw it I'll maybe like let it sit for a minute and like air dry, like swing it around, Mm -hmm. and then you're good to go.
1: That's what they say to do with ironing tubes. No, don't put it on right away. Yeah. Um, Okay. A new technology you found, really, that's changing your life.
0: This is a miracle maker.
1: I uh, yesterday I had an experience too. a, A new miracle. I I got to ride. I got to drive my friend's Tesla. I really oh quote unquote not drive it. Oh. Yeah. I I, this is probably old news to a lot of people that own one or any, but driving one, it's a pretty interesting experience. I think
0: my wrinkle release is better. Better story, <laughs> yeah. it's a bigger jump in technology. Jump in.
1: <laughs> it's easy as that, fellas. <laughs> but I mean, I thought it was pretty impressive. Like I'm, I don't want to. Um, this is not an ad either, mm-hmm. but just riding around in it and like having there's way less buttons for things like physical buttons. It's just the yeah. gigantic screen. Like you know what I'm talking about. It did feel awkward. Like things were not where they typically are in a car. Like I kept like, what, looking the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Something to relate to that. I was looking for the speed. My speed how fast I'm going. It's just like yeah. in that little hole in your steering wheel. Yeah. It's to the right on the screen. So it's like I have to turn now to look at how fast I'm going or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, the big thing is the self driving, because apparently you have like um the self driving is not part of the car automatically. Right. You have it's to pay for pay it still. Upgrade, yeah. It's like fifteen thousand to DLC. have it for yeah, for the lifetime of the car. And I right. that was kind of BS. But you get it for like three months free for whatever. Uh-huh. I thought the self driving was pretty impressive. Like you can really just let it go. Say, see like, uh, just go home, and I'll drive you home. and right. But take a nap. That's well. You have to keep your hands on the wheel, like mm-hmm. jiggle it, whatever, for it to stay in place. Yeah. But I think uh, it's gonna be the future. I think eventually we'll get there. Not. not you we're there already. No, I, I think I don't want to be awake in the car. <laughs> I want to just drive <laughs> me there. That's what. I, that's my future. Um, but uh, all the other stuff, all the bells and whistles, are pretty nice. Um, I just thought like I don't think I'm in the buying market for a car right now, but oh, really? It, it could be my next one. Possibly. I was gonna say
0: like you you're due for uh, maybe a new car.
1: You think so? It's about time. My car it, it's we got it used, but in its whole lifetime it's about ten years old. Yeah. And I don't know if I could sell it and make a good amount of money back or trade yeah. in. So I don't know if it's now the right, the right time. Like I'll just I think I might drive my car down to the, to the bare bones, mm. the holding to the real Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna do that for yours?
0: No, I wanna sell my car while it's still. Has Value. Mm-hmm. I'm past that. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, you know, it's crazy. Is the way I saved enough to buy my car. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, COVID. What does that mean? The everything shut down, including restaurants. So I couldn't go out to buy food, and I saved so much money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eating eating in is what you you are yeah saving. So like all of 2020,
0: plan. I rarely ate out, and by then I was like, I could buy a car now. <laughs>
1: Instead of uh, chicken nuggets, you had enough money to buy. A con.
0: I'm just saying, like, if, <laughs> if people like do some budgeting and realize how much you're spending eating out, yeah, it's way more than you think. I, for me especially, like, I was like, I was surprised. I had some savings already, yeah, but I was still like, by the end of the year, I was like, whoa, I could. Uh... <laughs>
1: I can buy a car right Where did now. this come from?
0: Yeah. like I bought the car straight up in cash.
1: Yeah, like a windfall of cash. That was just a surprise.
0: Yeah. It's not just um, restaurants, I guess. Like everything's shut down. So I was right. really not spending a lot of money.
1: On Un- experiences, or whatever. You're just- not- Yeah. Okay.
0: Or no travel, right? No no movies or anything like that. True. Really no entertainment. So if you were able to you know, not spend so much, you probably ended up with a good chunk of change or a Honda like I did. <laughs>
1: I've been thinking about budgeting recently and been like trying to track my stuff just to be, you know, more serious, more adult about it. Yeah. But um, I looked at how much I was spending on eating out and it was, it's a lot, but I'm like, it's still worth it to it's me. Worth, I don't, don't like to cook. I don't like to cook. Well, it's not like I hate cooking. Yeah. It's just the time factor. Like I, it, it feels like a lot of time I'm wasting cooking. And for really? that, that trade is worth it for That's me. That's
0: because you cook one meal at a time.
1: Yeah. But also it's like, I don't want to eat the same thing for a week. I don't like that experience
0: either. You need to learn how to- I'm not going to accept um, it, no. (laughs) You need to learn how to cook multiple meals in one session, but not necessarily the same thing. So, like, It might be all chicken, but the sides might be like one day it's vegetables, one day it's grains, one day it's pasta. I don't know.
1: I see what you're saying. Think through it. Yeah. There's also like multi-managing plate spinning of cooking in one time. I'm pretty bad at that too. I've (laughs) I've made mistakes, big mistakes in cooking before. I try to make a breakfast once and then- Uh, I was making pancakes while I was cooking bacon Mm -hmm. on the side, and then I accidentally spilled way too much oil or whatever into the, the pancakes. And it just plumped up, and it was a disaster. So Ugh, I so know I from experience, oil. just one at a time, Daniel.
0: Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> maybe you should get cooking classes. That
1: could be worth it.
0: All right. Uh, well, guys, uh, we got a brand new episode for you today. Why don't you explain how the show works?
1: Here at Reader Copy Podcast, we have three different parts. First up, we'll run out of the comic book news that came in this week. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book, and we got a fun one today. It's called Superior Spider-Man. At the end, we'll uh, finish with our side stories, where we talk about been watching, We all the entertainment we've enjoyed this week.
0: All right, let's swing into the news. First news thing I want to mention is that we have a big announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you want to stay, Well, say it at the end to tease it a little bit. Okay, we'll leave it to the end for you. And listen to the end of the episode, big announcement. Uh, otherwise, first real news is uh, Disneyland Resort. Mm-hmm. We frequented a lot. Yeah, it's fun. Um, they have like a big parking lot area right next to it. And I think their future plans are to expand the parks into those parking lots.
1: Yes, uh,
0: quote unquote, Disney expansion, right? Right. I think this is way down the road, like 10 plus years from now.
1: It's still the, the planning phase, still right. lot, like the um, getting approval for it, right? From the city of Anaheim.
0: Right. And I know Disney's kind of like maybe on the downs right now, as far as like customer, you know, reviews and- Approval. Money-wise. Mm-hmm. I know there are rumors of them selling and there's rumors of them um, trying to sell off some of their properties like ESPN. And I don't think this expansion- Expansion will happen until some of those things, other things happen first. Okay. I mean, it's big
1: money moves here, right? I mean- The, the the dealer talking about this expansion. They're saying it will be a sixty billion dollar investments into right. this expansion. Yeah. Or, or, well, Disney uh, parks across the board, really, not just there.
0: Right. And there's what like six or seven Disneyland or Disney parks. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But Disneyland is their smallest, I think. Yeah. And so they want to grow it. And right now it's a resort, but it's really like what three hotels and two theme parks. Yes. I think they want to make it more uh like their other theme parks, or they're they're pretty big right yeah it's i more of a resort experience it's a bit
1: difficult sometimes in California to expand as wide as you want when right you're building a park yeah especially with it being the oldest one mm-hmm. it's like there's already uh, people around there like right. neighborhood.
0: yeah like they have the parking lot and right across the street from the parking lot is residential houses already yeah so I think the zoning is what they're trying to get past right now and that's why they're kind of like announcing some of this stuff to see if they can get approval for it but some of the stuff that they're teasing is pretty interesting
1: um, um, a big one that's uh, related to this is they teased a Wakanda expansion into the world of Marvel. That's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: They already have Avengers Campus in the Disneyland Resort, but having a separate, like, Wakanda themed area makes sense because Wakanda is like a separate country. Right? It's
1: a whole country. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, a theming wise, it's a different part of.
0: Yeah. You'd have to go somewhere else to get there, right? It's not like next to the, the Avengers area. So, being Wakanda, I can't. I, it makes sense to me that it's separate.
1: Yeah, you have to fly in on a in a spaceship, and right. You, you can see it. You go outside. through the the, the uh, this forest field that's yeah. invisible. It just it's hidden in the jungle.
0: And then there's like a giant waterfall thing, and then you have to challenge for the game. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, I think it's gonna be super fun if they actually land with this. Um, I wanna see that gigantic panther statue. Yeah. Just like maybe greeting you into the that section. That'd right. be kind of fun.
0: Scenes from the movie, the first one, like there's scenes where um T'Challa uh are they're like walking through the streets and there's like vendors and stuff. That already kind of feels like theme parky. Yeah. Right? You could have like carts that's selling food and shops are selling merchandise.
1: People are trying to sell you stuff or whatever, right. like a big store or something like that.
0: Um and I
1: think it'd be super fun. They they kind of try to bring nature into a a plastic yeah. experience Of the of theme park But having it You know like um, A Wakanda A city inside of nature Yeah Perfect fitting for that
0: um, I wonder if there's gonna be Any kind of like Attack on it From like An underwater kingdom I thought the exact same thing I was like <laughs> That might be bad <laughs> Little mermaid Little mermaid uh, DC's gonna break in Their Wacquaman <laughs> I, I mean, I like the idea, but I will say by the time this happens, I'm assuming we'll have seen more Black Panther stuff in the movies. Yeah. And I wonder what state it'll be in when this happens. Because they alluded to Khan, name, This the spoilers for the second Black Panther?
1: Movie, yeah, it's about time.
0: That they, uh, he gave up the fight against Shuri so that they would be allies so that he could like kind of use them later. Oh, And I wonder if there's going to be some kind of divide where it's going to be like, Wakanda versus the world.
1: Wakanda and and Talokan uh, yeah. together because the world wants vibranium. It's gonna unobtainium. <laughs> I I want to see like uh yeah uh, there could be some drama already in this storyline yeah I mean I, we really don't know how it's gonna shake out with Shuri she seems like a different character mm-hmm. so much than uh T'Challa as a leader
0: right yeah I think the the king though is Umbaku I'm, that's not true sure. yeah. yeah yeah the theme park right now in the Avengers campus. It has um, a door kind of like parade show thingy. Experience. Yeah. And it's cool, but it's also kind of like interrupts the flow of traffic. Like they have to block off an area, which is like a junction between lands. And that always kind of like bugged me a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. just was like, ah, uh, now heck, I can't walk through this. I have to wait till this whole thing's over. So I'm hoping they'll just move that to the <laughs> Wakanda side.
1: I was going to say, that makes sense for theming and all that. But I I thought that, like, brings life to the land, whatever. Mm. Maybe they could do something else. I mean, like, uh, it's not really announced yet, but I mean... They are still trying to do a ride there, a new ride in Avengers uh, land, right?
0: Yeah, an e-ticket ride. Um, So far, it's still the idea of like traveling through the multiverse. Okay. Uh, To me, I would do something else. You just hate multiverse stuff. You think
1: it's like a cop-out, huh?
0: I do, and I think maybe um, the fans are starting to feel that way. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's just it's seeping into every comic book thing.
0: Yeah, and you, you would think multiverse, the villain, would be Kang, but in the ride, they're saying it's still Thanos how does that work like a different Thanos it's a different version of Thanos King Thanos that oh, in yeah. his version he beat the Avengers and now he's just trying to take
1: over all of the multiverses yeah all
0: and now verses. you know you'll pull, pick and pull from different multiverses along with the the theme park yes like in the ride to defeat Thanos
1: okay that seems like a fun experience yeah. right Um, it's just that's been under wraps for so long right like it was at one just, point it
0: was a completely different ride yeah that's
1: true right yeah. it was like exploring just the Avengers world or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. I guess a different multiverse is a bigger deal. Um <laughs> in the Wakanda world, what kind of a ride could you do? I think uh, we mentioned like it could be fun if you're on that train thing in the first oh, movie. right, yeah. Like the underground thing. I imagine that train travels all throughout Wakanda. Mm-hmm. It very well could have been the only reason they put it in the movies. Like, we're going to
0: make this into a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of cool. What if um, I know a lot of, well, not a lot, but like the beginning of the first movie was in Oakland. Right. What if you're just like riding Bart right, on okay. the subway system? <laughs> and then you- uh, you uh, It's a horror ride.
1: <laughs> it's a horror ride. Okay. You, you, you drank um, some purple- uh, <laughs> Was it heart fruit or hard yeah, flower? But it's in a
0: red plastic cup. Okay. <laughs>
1: but, and we're just gonna say like you go into the the outer realm. What what's, what's it called? The afterlife realm, whatever. The 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 their dads are in.
0: Yeah, I forgot what they call it.
1: Yeah, I think that could be some type of fun experience. I don't know.
0: There's different ride mechanics. the The newest rides that they have is the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance and the Mickey Mouse. Railway ride, yeah, but they use the same mechanic, which is these trackless cars that just travel through this system, and then they have you know practical mixed with um, digital effects, and then but then there's also a thing where it's like uh, the Harry Potter ride in Universal Studios, where you're riding on this um, row of seats that are suspended by a crane, and the crane kind of like moves. 360 yeah around the space um, I kind of like that idea more you feel like you're more moving because you really are like at some points you're like vertical at some points you're laying down like flat um, whereas the other you're just sitting in a car that moves
1: I wanted some type of experience that's like a roller coaster actually oh really but like going in and out so I wonder if we can like slow down enough at a certain point where you're also inside and you see ah. the the vibranium uh, you're talking like mines. a big thunder like a big Thunder, maybe, yeah, yeah. Like you're in, but then the outside, when you see maybe the theming, physical theming of the land, and it just feels like you're yeah. in Wakanda. You know, that'd be cool. I, it's hard to do, I'd imagine, but I think I I, I want I picture something like that, like like the Guardians of the Galaxy in Disneyland in Disney World. It's like a, a uh, uh, the rewind the roller coaster, one. yeah, something like that. I, I I don't know if you ever go inside at some point, but I do want to see a screen at some at some point to see uh, Wakanda to feel like it's Wakanda.
0: What uh kind of food and snacks do you think? Wakandans eat. I don't know.
1: I, I didn't want to be offensive. I don't know. I just <laughs> say something random.
0: Like, I didn't want to like, offend any Wakandans theme, out there. Like It's going to be theme park food, right? I'm talking yeah. like corn dogs and popcorn, but like, you know, they always try and match it to the world or like- Yes. Um, in Star Wars, their popcorn is like, has different seasonings on top. Like it's a spicy, sweet thing. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have anything for Wakanda. Like in my head, it's like fruits and juices and stuff.
1: All right. Yeah. Nuts maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Like gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> Rhino. Yeah. Um I mean, it's an African country, technically- yeah. -hmm. What is African food like? I really don't know. Is it like? Is it kind of like Jamaican, like jerk meats? Maybe. Maybe don't they have
0: like um like this? It's almost like a bread rice thing you're talking about where they just pull pull it out. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've never had them before. It's interesting to look. Yeah. Uh, For food on the go, that might work. Possibly, sure. Yeah, like grab grab and go. Yeah, type of thing. Uh, The uh, the kids would love. It's kind of fun. You know. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I'm really excited for this uh, whole expansion. Really, Um, I think Wakanda is only going to be a small part of it. You could probably fit one or two more lands in these expansions.
1: Yeah. It's pretty big when you look at the whole map of how much they're expanding. Yeah. Um, It's like wrapping around some of the hotels that are outside of the parks right now.
0: Right. Yeah. They got to build like bridges because there's like a street that separates the two. Yeah. So there got to be some kind of like archway bridge to connect them. I bet the
1: price for tickets is going to go up after this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Got to make back that 60 billion somehow.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, that's um, pretty exciting news sticking with um other black superhero news true yeah spawn over uh, image comics um if you don't know this character it's like one of the it's like the first image character right kind Kind of. of yeah uh their first, like I think, have a movie. That's true too. Who else? Image Comics has a movie.
1: Is there's no Savage Dragon or Young Guns? I mean, Spawn had a cartoon too. That's true. Right. But his was like on HBO. Do you ever watch that? I did watch it, and it was a little bit too much. It was. I think the cartoon's better than the movie, though. Oh, like as far as like quality of story, quality of story, quality of like imagery, CGI. It's, it's a long running comic now. Yeah. When we read it for the show for this podcast. Yeah, I, I did not like it. it was like it's kind a of
0: different comic by now. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it grew up. Exactly. Yeah, I think I don't. I haven't read it recently. It was written in the nineties. <laughs> I hope it grew up. Well, I think that they're making a new one. And I hope this one's a little bit more growing up too. I hope so too. Um, we have some
1: news about news really. Yeah. Uh, Todd McFarlane shared that he read up to page 80 already of the written script. Yeah. Of course, um, you know, we don't have a lot of comic book news because there's like a writer's strike going on. Right. That's affecting the comic book industry uh, uh, for the movies as well. And so he's like, we're almost done with the script. Our, our, our writers, uh, Joe Silver, I think, from working on Joker, and uh, Malcolm Spellman from uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they worked on it, and they basically cannot write it right now because of the right. strike. But it's just on the top of their minds. I I know that basically, and he's just like giving an update that the the script is almost done, um, so it's it's still on track. Uh, to, to get finished if we can get these strikes over with right
0: yeah um i'm really excited for this i think um the world is ready for like a non dc non-marvel superhero
1: i think it's gonna have a different vibe right like yeah. uh, we've already talked about it's gonna be horror inspired with a uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: previously being connected to blum house
0: i mean the character's from hell
1: that's true <laughs> yeah uh pretty scary um, and then with our actors, uh, in, in wrote in this, like uh Jimmy Fox is still a book to be spawned. Really? Yeah. And I didn't know that the character of Twitch, the, like the, the detective character, he yeah. is uh, casted to be by uh, Jeremy Renner. Okay. Two guys that have had health scares recently. Yeah. Put that together until, till now there's, it's kind of fitting for
0: the character. I'll just say this. I'm not saying anything about the actors they chose. Yeah. I'll just say like, they're younger actors. <laughs> You want a younger actor. There actors? are younger actors in Hollywood right now.
1: Maybe, but I think they want big names. I think they needed some type of push for this.
0: That's true. I think um the taste in people's like mouths about spawn is the old one. And I mean like that was pretty campy, pretty corny. Even though it was still kind of true to the characters. Yeah. It's just a little of the time. It's so was the comic book. Yeah.
1: So it's just the taste for comic book movies has yeah. grown up too.
0: So I'm hoping this is a uh, closer to to what it is now but i definitely like the character of spawn the character's lore is super deep like there's like the medieval stuff and just all the expanded universe of it yeah um it definitely could be like a whole movie franchise on its own
1: i think so they have to land pitch perfect some of these aesthetics for the character like yeah the i'll cape. be honest yeah the cape, the cape right and he's like He's an artist who decided to write. Yeah, Todd, Todd McFarlane right. when when he uh, started Image Comics with the other group of ga- of, of characters, um, and so we need to get the cape right for this character. And he's he's uh, mentioned already. Like that's one of the one things we got right in the old movie. So we really, I mean, like it's a big deal. This the yeah. cape in this movie is a big deal.
0: Yeah, I wonder what their budget is for the cape. They gotta have a big cape budget.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a l- whole lot of fabric. <laughs>
0: But I'm excited for it. probably won't see it for a while. Yeah. They said they got about 80 pages done. And I think the overall rule is like a minute a page. So that's almost the whole movie, I guess. They're
1: hoping for 130 pages or something like that, Or 30 more pages or something like that. Yeah. So that's, um, it's, yeah, about yeah, like about a, two, hours. two hours.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know many spawn stories, but I hope it's not a, like origin yet. I, I, you know, you got to explain where it comes from and all that. But like, I think the first one was just an origin story. So this one I hope is a little different
1: maybe he's like a well it's Jamie Fox so yeah. like you said he's kind of older guy yeah so I'd imagine this is a spawn um kind of into his career already as a superhero
0: sure um I hope I wonder spawn under the mask looks like Deadpool under the mask right yeah kind of disfigured anything more gruesome is he gonna still look like Jamie Fox I don't know because it's like why do we need Jamie Fox then yeah <laughs> <laughs> we get any actor for the flashbacks right <laughs> I want the villains to look like really demonic. That's how they look in the comics. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, There's that one character. What's the Kalan character?
0: Violator. Violator. Vindicator. Vindicator. It's one of those.
1: I want to see what he looks like when he's like all really like demoned up. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, those two characters, Spawn and Violator, they're actually playable now in Call of Duty. In a, oh, right. Yeah, I saw that. In like season six or whatever. Call of Duty just goes silly after a while. They're just going, after Fortnite license every single character, there's like, we're going to do the same thing. Do
0: you know uh, in Call of Duty, the warfare or whatever, you know, like the mode where you just like parachute into an island? Yeah. There is a mode where like also on the island is Godzilla and King Kong. I, I saw this recently. Is that an old thing already? It's been a couple months ago. Yeah. Yeah saw that i was like for a season this is kind of cool i want to try this it's like you're fighting against soldiers but also two kaijus are fighting <laughs> you know i like that movie
1: i like that those that franchise of have got Zillin king kong i don't know why it's dumb fun There's a
0: new Godzilla TV show coming.
1: That's right, a new TV show. Is it um, like Legacy of Monsters? Is that what it's called?
0: Something like that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be not bad. Apple TV is is making some moves. You think so? I think so. I like um, the Seth Rogen show that he had on there. Oh yeah, I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: With Rose Byrne. Yeah, and you know everyone liked Severance. Um, People loved Ted Lasso. I loved Silo. Silo, that show. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, Apple TV is slowly creeping up there.
1: Right, they just have so little content compared to the others. Yeah. But I think they want to get to sports too, right? I yeah. Mean, they're doing if soccer they're now. I they're going
0: to be the ones to buy ESPN from Disney.
1: People are making bids, yeah, for, for ESPN some, yeah. someplace. Or they want to share ownership.
0: Right. I will say I bought some stock in Disney while it's low. So <laughs> <laughs> Did you like, you were like, dang, it went lower. Yeah, it kept going lower. <laughs> so I'm... Uh, it's long term. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not selling anytime soon.
1: Just to show up when you get to the park. Like, I'm an investor. <laughs> I own a little bit of this, <laughs> <laughs> I own this little square on the ground.
0: <laughs> All right, last thing on the news, uh, real news now. One of our favorite writers, Rick Remender, writer of my favorite comic book. Yes. Um, he's written for uh, a lot of Marvel stuff, right? X Force. Yeah. He's written for, um, Image Comics as well with its creator owned stuff.
1: Yeah. A lot of his, uh, one of my favorite stuff, like, uh, Deadly Class. Yeah. Seven to Eternity. L- Low. Yeah. Black Science.
0: Black Science is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, seems like he's going to stick around with Image. So it sounds like he
1: actually, uh, wrote an exclusive deal with image comic books. And it's going to be a three year long contract with that thing. So he was just like, if I had had recent offers to have deals with, uh, DC to write Batman Or offers yeah. to do X-Men with Marvel But he turned him down He's like I want uh, Creator ownership
0: Yeah I think um, I don't know if he had a, I would say a bad Experience with Marvel But like I know He had this plan For when he was writing The X-Books X-Force Oh He had like this whole Story arc he wanted to do And Marvel Was pretty really like Sure but you gotta include This this and this Cause it's part of their, their plan Overall big plan Right Really And he didn't wanna do it And which is why He left Marvel For a while Um um, I do wish we got to see some kind of Rick Remender written Batman stories. Interesting. That could have been interesting. Yeah. But um, good for him signing this deal. Um, create our own stuff is, I think, the way to go. I think uh,
1: these deals are not that common as you think, really. Like, yeah. Ex- exclusive deals with a comedy. Jeff um, Lemire has one with Image Comics right mm-hmm. now. I don't know how long that really is. And Bendis had one for a little bit for with DC, right? That was like a big shift from him, like
0: right. He was the Marvel guy
1: for very long, and yeah. then he was like, "I'm also a DC fan." So he's like, he signed one and wrote for Superman for a long time, right? So these deals are not that common as an outsider would think, really. So remember with Image is kind of a big deal.
0: Um, not an exclusive deal, but an artist that we like is returning to Marvel, or I don't know if he's. Yeah, I think he's returning after he's ever been there. But oh yeah, uh, Greg Capullo is gonna start drawing for marvel
1: i didn't know that really yeah did he say what books he's on at all
0: i don't know if he said exactly what books but like when he announced it the image he put up on whatever twitter or instagram whatever it was a really cool drawing of wolverine oh really like that looked like i could tell like it was his style
1: Wow, okay. That seems like a, a, a good good fit for the character. Yeah. I'd imagine like coming up soon, they want to boost up Wolverine, um, with them getting X Men up and, and going soon yeah. in, in the movies. Speaking coming of years. The, the movies.
0: Um know. all these rumors of like the characters coming in Deadpool three because of the closing of that studio universe, I guess. Oh yeah. There's um named Laura Kinney who played X twenty three. There's rumors that she'll be back.
1: Really? Yeah. It's as like playing the same character. Yeah, and I'd love to see her
0: the older version, like in the comics. Yeah. Maybe even in the Wolverine
1: costume. Her Wolverine costume. Yeah. That could work. Um I mean there, with with them having Hugh Jackman back, it kind of just fits for the whole thing, right? Having um mm-hmm. his daughter technically is as a character too
0: but this uh, I mean the story the story is whatever especially with Deadpool it's like story is the last thing they care about <laughs> oh is you mean like making sense
1: yeah yeah
0: I mean like what time frame are they getting this Wolverine from to so that would he know this X23 who's uh, now older in age or are they just plucking from different timelines
1: I don't know I think this isn't the Wolverine the the Logan that we've known It's not that Wolverine for for those past yeah uh Fox movies or mm-hmm. whatever. I think this is a new one that just also looks like the same actor. And so uh, this X-23 could be a different one else as well. Okay. Yeah, just uh, grown up too, you know.
0: All right, so yeah, so who cares about the story?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay, who cares? Um, but I mean, it would be great. It, I know it's an exclusive deal, but if they ever do like an X-Force thing, I would yeah. still want them their input from Rick Remender because he's what I think of when I want to think of X-Force. I know he didn't make the first one or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I think he's intimate with the characters, especially I- Deadpool too.
0: Well, I forget who was the, was it Matthew Vaughn did the um, the second generation of X-Men movies, the First Class and um, Apocalypse and all that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think he wanted to incorporate the hit Remender's X-Force into it. Yes. And lead into Age of Apocalypse. Really? Yeah. And, did, and then do Days of Future Past.
1: Afterwards. And they were like, no, we'll just do it now. Yeah. Right? So like,
0: because that, that kind of makes sense. Like you have an Age of Apocalypse, therefore you need a Days of Future Past to kind of like correct it. Mm -hmm. but they're like let's just skip that (laughs) and do days of each rest now jump to it yeah and then they did apocalypse right which was uh, i'll say a a letdown for most people yeah Uh, but yeah it would have been Remender's ideas that
1: would have been so cool his uh his x-force it's kind of weird sometimes sure but it does definitely has this um kind of modern day tone of uh Grizzlier characters versus yeah. X-Men, you know, the teens uh right <laughs> uh mutants whatever.
0: Yeah, something about Remender's writing with all his stories um Black Science Low and Deadly Class. It's like about the characters really, right? Okay. And it's very um like they're getting into weird situations and it's sometimes pretty dark, but it's like the heart of the characters is what's driving the story. Yeah. So, yeah, they're X-Force and they're crazy superheroes, but like it was like the love Triangle between some of the characters in that that oh. kept me reading. It was really interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. With like Psylocke and Archangel and Phantom X.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it's like
0: the internal character stuff that's that Remender's good at.
1: Yeah, I think so too. You need that in a team book to like keep you reading every week, right? Or every right. month to yeah. get the next issue. That's what really draws you in. And then even some of the other characters, like this is where I first really thought of Deadpool, kind of not as a crappy character guy, like morally. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> he's kind of a hero here. Right. But this Honestly, that's the first time I really saw that side of him. I kind of, like Deadpool.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he was a villain at first. Yeah,
1: yeah. And kind of snooty, and not snooty, but like annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know a lot of Remender stuff. The stories that he had ongoing ended recently. Yes, like around seven to eternity. Yeah, I think like low ended, and, and um, uh, even Black Science. I think they're releasing like the full hardcover volumes now. Okay, for all three. Um, so I, I'm guessing all of the stuff that he's going to write now is going to be brand new. So I, I can't wait to see what it is.
1: He recently came out with a book, and I, I totally went under my radar. It's called uh, The Sacrificers. Oh yeah. Um, it looks like they have like some interesting character designs, kind of like this. Uh, this is just me f- going off of the summary of the book. and It feels like a kind of a Game of Thrones, like different families uh-huh. fighting, something like that. Um, but it had some good reviews. Like they're leading to a second printing of the book. So I think it sold okay. out. Yeah.
0: Well, I will say this Rick Remender, go to more cons. Because I want your autograph, and I've only got it once, and I have more books for you to sign. (laughs) That's really enticing me to go. Yeah. (laughs) Just um, stop, take a break from writing, and uh, get out there. Let's talk to the people. Stop making new stuff, you're asking. (laughs) Let me catch up first, all right? Um, that is it for the news for this week, guys. Please don't forget, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We're on all major podcast platforms and even on Spotify, which is probably the easiest place to stream us.
1: You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, uh, aka X. We're over there. We're at the Reader Copy Podcast.
0: All right, let's hop into the comic book we have for this week. It's called Superior Spider-Man.
1: This is one of the comics I'm surprised we haven't actually done yet. I was looking at our backlog of of previous comics and there's like, oh wow, we have never done Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, I had to look too. Right? Uh, We had in the past uh, Spider-May where we did like exclusively Spider-Man comics for the month of May one time. Right. And I'm surprised I I personally didn't pick us to do this one at the time.
0: Yeah, we did uh, a couple of other ones, but this is one that like stands out. I really enjoyed it. I mean, the
1: premise of it, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, it's coming out of, of Course Marvel from uh, 2013. And for this podcast, we'll just be covering the first three issues. But for this whole volume, it was like 33 total issues. And uh, if you want to pick up the trade, the first uh, trade is called My Own Worst Enemy. Uh, our writer today is Dan Slott um someone that's known for doing marvel stuff right right um, already he's like all over amazing spider-man for like long mm-hmm. runs it kind of returns to that character i feel like a lot uh he's known for she hulk too which is pretty good um, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Mighty Avengers, Fantastic Four. So a whole lot of Marvel stuff, really. Um, but a well-known Marvel name, I think. Ryan Stegman is our artist, our penciler. Um, he's also worked on She-Hulk, X-23, Spider-Man. Um, I read a little bit of his Venom with Donny Cates a couple years ago. Yeah. So I, I really enjoy his artwork. It feels like... Just like the Marvel style too, in in a kind of a way, right? The, like the like modern style, the
0: newer modern Marvel, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I really liked
0: his Venom run.
1: You did? Okay, yeah. okay. I did, I didn't, I liked it. I don't know if I read all of it though. Did you finish it? You think?
0: I didn't read all of it, but I, I, what I read was pretty cool because um he was running into other Spider characters that I in my head I was like, oh, you haven't interacted with this character before, and I didn't realize. But like Venom, Eddie Brock, he, he had the symbiote again, right? Yeah, and he ran into Miles spider-man and you know they never crossed paths before i guess
1: so It was like these big moments that yeah. have like had their heyday of spider-man right attention yeah because when
0: miles first started you know
1: eddie brock was not venom right right yeah. right so they, they wouldn't have met each other yet exactly uh and then let's uh go ahead and go to the story like the premise before this this comic book really started right it's interesting um, so controversial. Di- controversial. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you could see it that way. It was a big, uh, like, is it going to be like this forever kind of a thing? But, uh, yeah. The character of Otto Octavius, a Mister Doctor Octopus, right? Like he, uh, he was getting really old and sickly at a certain point in his in his the character's timeline, right? Right. Like on the verge of death, really. And as his parting thing, what he really did was he swapped places with Peter Parker.
0: <laughs> the Freaky Friday.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. They switched bodies, and so Peter Parker <laughs> is in. Otto Octavius' body and dies while Otto is in Peter Parker's body and can live on as Peter Parker. A superior Spider-Man. Yes. Yes, dude. Uh, and like that can be this story changing, right? Uh, I remember when this happened, they were like, wait, Peter Parker is dead? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's not, right? He's alive and well. You we could see him.
0: Yeah. But I mean, like, imagine you're Spider-Man. Yeah. And one of your greatest villains switches bodies with you and his body sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're reading this, right? And then that the person in that body just dies. Yeah. You're like, is that the end of the story? Now
1: the villain's the hero? The end. There's no more. Until we get to the next book. Uh, it's super epic, kind of a big changing moment. But you know him. You think he would just be regular Otto Octavius in Peter's body? He could be a super villain still. He he now he has superpowers on top of the gigantic brain he has as Otto. But he sees it as like a fresh start. Fresh start, you know, whole new life. But on top of that, there's a little bit of Peter Parker still in there. It's like a change in his thinking. I think his memories are. He absorbed all his memories. They're still there. Yes, all the life lessons of Peter Parker had uh, growing up with Uncle Ben. Aunt May, yeah, they're still like in him, and he still it like changes his thought process, his morals. Yeah, it's almost like yeah, with great power does come great responsibility. Yeah,
0: so he's like, I'm gonna be Spider Man still. I don't have to be Doctor Octopus anymore. I'll be a hero now. In fact, I'll be a better hero than Peter Parker ever was.
1: I'll show, they'll be the last thing to like shell Peter Parker. This is not that hard of to do, right? And, and you're doing the his badly. last revenge. Yeah. Um, and so what's the best revenge success really?
0: <laughs> I, I know this, um, Peter is more of like a villainous character. All right? I could tell right away he's a bad guy cause he has a Bluetooth earpiece <laughs> all, the went, time. all the time.
1: It's the old guy thing to do, right? He's still like, what? what, How old do you think Otto Octavius is in the storyline? Like 60s? 60s, yeah. Yeah, he's still an old guy. He's in in a new person, a young person body. Right. Um, And we first really see him actually at the gravesite of Otto Octavius. Now, this is Otto inside of Peter Parker's body, but he's like kind of has like a party moment with the old body he had right Right. and he immediately gets like a a beeper call on his his bluetooth and there's an attack so he's gonna go and do his superhero thing and uh, fight off this burglary going on
0: now this is a a cool group of of villains here Um, we have boomerang
1: yes we have
0: speed demon Uh, a more popular one is shocker
1: right yeah
0: and they're all robbing a bank
1: they're trying to steal something there's some of these other characters there's over Drive who drives like he's the he's the wheelman, but he drives a gigantic wheel. He is
0: like in the wheel, right? One big wheel. He's yeah. the getaway car, and it's like, could you pick like a more inconspicuous thing? Like <laughs> this thing is huge. As that, that car just
1: kind of just rolls down all the other cars or the police cars. Um, there's Beetle, and then I think there's the Living Brain.
0: Yeah, Living Brain is like this big robot thing, right? Yeah. So they're all teaming up to do this heist, but Superior Spider-Man shows up and. What's cool about him uh he's got kind of a new suit too a little bit different yeah still looks traditional but i think Instead of like a blue, it's more of a black, navy undertone
1: to it. Deeper a blue color. Um, and then his eye sockets in yeah. his in his mask look different. They're more bezeled out. Right. And I think that's a shout out to his old
0: Dr. Octopus goggles. Goggles. Oh, right. Yeah. I think. Also, the way Stegman draws him, like when he's wall crawling and stuff, it's really like the, the knuckles, every knuckle is bent. You okay. know what I mean? Like it, just the fingertips are touching the wall.
1: It's. I think it's maybe like he's a different person, different mannerisms. Right. Yeah a Yeah Different body
0: Really showing like a Almost it's a, Even though he's a hero It's like a darker side
1: Yeah And uh, It's funny He's like bad mouthing These 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 uh, Burglars Yeah Cause they call themselves The Sinister Six Yeah Right, and he's like, "This is what counts for the Sinister Six nowadays." As Back as, in my heyday, we're doing way better stuff than this. As long as there's six of you, you could be a Sinister Six now. So dumb, and he, uh, he, like, kind of takes them out. Like, like they're pretty dangerous, right? These villains, like, they're willing to take out any of these. Uh, Hostages that are on the street. Right. But Otto is thinking, like, well, I'm here to get the job done, and stop the burglary. But there's like a pull from inside of him to try and save everybody still.
0: Yeah. Which he's not used to.
1: Yeah. Um, like some, he's trying to get away when the boomerang accidentally throws like this. Uh, explosive boomerang At a cop And then Spider-Man decides To turn around And save that cop
0: Right Instead of trying To just stop the villain. Yeah So he's even surprised That he did that And he's wondering What
1: it was And then boomerang Tries to uh, getting close and he has a razor sharp boomerang at uh, Spider-Man's throats
0: so Spider-Man quickly turns around and his fingertips now are like claws almost right yeah and he slashes at boomerang and like literally cuts him up right and even boomerang is like what do you do like Spider-Man doesn't do that right
1: yeah but like take cuts at people from yeah. nowhere and Spider-Man he says uh, well I guess they got away and the cops are like don't feel bad you really saved us our butts here it could have been dangerous Right. And this is all new to Otto, right? I'm going to call him Otto, even though he's in Peter Parker's body. Sure, yeah. Otto is like- um, he's been a villain all this time, and the police are kind of friendly with him in a way. Right. And it's so strange to him. Um, but all he asked for uh, as a thank you is to keep the the uh, robotic body of the living brain because that, that guy got knocked down.
0: Right. So, they sent it to his lab, right? And I guess at this point, Peter Parker is like, he has like his own science team.
1: He's like a, he's in a think tank. Yeah. Right. He's just like a member of a scientist on this like group of scientists.
0: And they bring the body there, which is like this big big hunking robot body, and he's like examining it. I think he's looking for like video footage from his memory banks.
1: And some type of clue into stopping this new Sinister Six. Uh, While his boss, Max Modell, he's like, "Uh, listen here, Peter, we got to talk about something. With all the orders of uh, resources you've ordered, it's all like, they look like ingredients to make bombs and like explosives. (laughs) (laughs) And Peter's like, don't worry. It's for green groundbreaking work. And he gives him his plans. And the boss is like, Okay, I'll shut up. Just continue with your work, basically. Right. And it's really like Peter Parker or Otto, I should say, is still a super genius, but he's using the laboratory of Peter.
0: Right. So he's using like all of Peter's like um, cachet, I guess. Yeah. Not all his good fortune with everybody to like use to his advantage now because now he's Peter. And one of those things is he gets to date Mary Jane. <laughs> and it's really weird here. They're on a date, a
1: nice date, um, very formal. And inside of Otto's head, he's just thinking like, man, she's beautiful. Right. Like, kind of in a creepy way. Right. This is not she's his- She's talking. That's
0: not how Peter is,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is not his girlfriend, but he's like just eyeing her up and down.
0: Right. Because he gets to. I think at this point, they're no longer together, but maybe something is starting up again. Mm-hmm. So they're dating again. And Peter is just like staring at her. Googling, yeah. Like not even, no eye contact. Like they draw it where it's cut off right before her eyes. <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, Peter, he's he's being weird. He's being or Otto, uh, whatever. He's being like a machismo right here, like kind of. I think Otto in his past life had no riz. Right. Right. This is all new to him. He is
0: rizzed out right now.
1: Yeah. And MJ notices that yeah, he is, he's acting kind of weird. Is there something new about you that MJ doesn't really like it either?
0: Right. She gets a different vibe from him now. And what's happening is he's actually listening in on the Sinister Six because he's tapped in through um, living brains, like, I don't know, data systems. Mm -hmm. And he's listening to the rest of the Sinister Six come up with their next heist plan and he's just like noting that in his head so he knows how to stop them
1: and mj's like okay so you know where they are why don't you stop them right now and stop before they do anything bad right but Otto is like well um it's all part of the plan baby it's i, I got this full let proof. me do it yeah i got this i'm the hero here and uh, we see the next shot and again there's another uh heist another burglary as this new Sinister six tries to steal uh like a atmospheric uh, disruptor. Right. Uh, you know, some type of science experiment.
0: So they break into like, I'm guessing the scientific lab or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when they do, when they like carve their way through, it's already covered in like Spider-Man's webbing. Like they've he's made like a cage for them already. And
1: once they try to use their superpowers, like Speed Demon with a super speed tries to bolt at Spider-Man and take him out. Uh, Spider-Man activates uh, this like frictionless material like a surface on the ground right. and Speed Demon just falls to the ground. <laughs> yeah, he has no grip.
0: And then Boomerang's like, what the hell? You could have cut off his head or something. Like that, <laughs> Spider-Man doesn't do that either. And then he also activates like their power disruptor that he has. So now the other villains, like they can't use their like weaponry. The gigantic wheel that Overdrive is in, it loses
1: its stabilizer and almost crushes the other Sinister Six. Right. And really it shows like Otto is kind of reckless about how he's yeah. saving the day.
0: Because all the one left now is Boomerang, and he pounces on him and he's like wailing on him. Like Spider Man has super strength, right? So he's just punching him until he's like, it's literally like his mask is broken. Yeah. And we see like a close up of his eye in fear that Spider Man is about to
1: end him. Spider Man or Otto in his head is like, finally, I'm Spider Man. This is the time I get to win. And he's like right. beating this guy to a pulp. And then he stops. He doesn't, he he can't punch another bit. Something inside of him stopped him. And we see as the reader, we see there's, like, inside of Otto's head, inside of uh, Spider-Man, there is still, like, a Peter Parker in there. Right. He's not talking directly to Otto in his head, but there's, like, a little little ingredient of Peter Parker still in there. Like, no, I won't let you kill this person, Otto.
0: Yeah. Like, you might be in control of my body, but I'm still around to, like, kind of teach you morals, I guess. Yeah. He's like a force ghost.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's how they draw them, at least. Um, and Otto, what he also did was he called all the news reporters to see him save the day. Right. And he's he's soaking it in. He finally has the attention. And it's funny because it's like, how the heck did he get all of this like praise? And it's all because Otto called them there, really. Right.
0: He set up this whole labridge scheme to make him look good. It's almost like a press conference. Yeah. And what's funny enough is there to also greet him and congratulate him is the new mayor, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> and
1: of course, they've had Peter, the old Peter and J. J. Jonah have never seen eye to eye, but uh, Otto, just as Spider-Man for one week, has turned this his side and, and they're, they're friends.
0: And like the the consciousness of Peter inside there, he's like, what the hell? It's <laughs> like, the one time I'm not Spider-Man or you love him. What's, what's the
1: difference really? And it's like on the news, menace no more. Right. <laughs> and then now we see, we catch up with this character called Carly. Um, she is a friend of MJ and Peter Parker. And what's interesting about her is uh, she's a policewoman, right? A detective. Yeah. And she was there the, the night that the old Peter Parker died in Otto Octavius's body. Yeah. And that Peter in that body yelled out to Carly's like, "No, I'm Peter. I'm I'm actually Peter Parker inside of Otto's body. I don't kill me,
0: basically." Yeah. But then he died in their body. Yes. So now she's kind of almost like suffering from trauma. Like, what did I do? Is and, and, this is true
1: she's kind of suspicious too about like getting the news from MJ of like what Peter has been acting like recently like he's like very different he's way more um, way different kind of weird machismo I don't know just a different personality as they they join together in a, a coffee date but uh it's just Peter still just acts so differently when they, they meet up to possibly
0: date Um, there's another incident that he has to take care of and it's starting to hit him like why like the downside of of being Spider-Man is he can never have like a, his own life. Yeah. Every time he tries to hook up with Mary Jane, there's like another thing that he has to go stop as Spider-Man.
1: So it's like this, there's this montage of him trying to date Mary Jane. They go on these, it's honestly, it's like old person dates. Right, <laughs> they go to like the observatorium. They go to ballroom dancing and like ice skating at, at the at the um the Central Park uh, rink there. And the whole time, MJ is like uh, ice cold to him. Really, like they're not, yeah, they're not hooking up, right? And um, Peter Parker, or Otto fruit figures out like actually, I know the the key to this. Right, MJ is in love with Spider Man, not Peter Parker. And they actually do like that old uh, thing where they swing, they swing together on on, yeah. on, the, on the web.
0: And of course, this kind of works, right? Mm-hmm. She's um, being excited now, being with Spider Man. Yeah, that they go back to uh, her apartment. And what's funny is like this is tormenting the like consciousness of of Peter Parker, the real one, the yeah. good one. And when they're swinging around, he's also swinging. Like now, he looks like Spider Man, right? Right, and he's like
1: almost like jealous. <laughs> like what the tell mj that's not me basically. it's yeah. like yelling. don't fall for this yeah um but again they 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 don't uh end the night together and uh otto's like what what is wrong with this woman she she <laughs> i can't get in there and then th- there's a funny part uh, what they insinuate next is like otto he still has the memories of peter parker and so he goes into the memory bank of all the times Peter has been intimate with MJ <laughs>
0: so it's like I, I don't have to do it in real life i have all these memories <laughs> and then the peter
1: parker in his head he's like i won't forgive you for this <laughs> and uh, the that peter parker that the small like consciousness in his head is like um, uh, it's this is awful this is a violation right on his his body this is the
0: worst thing doctor octopus has ever done yes <laughs> Now, Mary Jane, I, is she like work at a bar or own this bar nightclub thing, right? Yeah. And that nightclub was actually uh, formerly the lair of another supervillain, the Vulture.
1: Yes, and uh, this kind of bites her in the butt.
0: Yeah, she got it for cheap because it used to be a supervillain lair.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then as she's just having a um uh, a regular work day, it gets interrupted by these tiny vulture creatures, right? Right. Like, like these guys in costume they're uh, small. They're small. Maybe like a little person in there, right?
0: Yeah. And they have like these um, ugly looking vulture looking masks, but they have these like robotic wings that make them fly. And three of them like attack. And then they like grab Mary Jane and like toss her out the window. So she's like falling down, right?
1: And it takes Spider-Man to swoop in and save her. And uh, they, he tries to like go in for the kiss with MJ. Yeah. And then MJ is actually there like open to it, right? Yeah. And then he says, no. <laughs> I can't do this. This is wrong. And like all these times that he has been trying to get close with MJ, it's put her in danger. Yeah. And this is the first time Otto is making this realization that Peter always has. Like the people close to him get into trouble.
0: It's like they're starting to bleed into one. Yeah, yeah. He's starting to have feelings for her. So he cares to protect her. Genuinely. Yeah. Otto's changing. Wow. (laughs) And then so he just
1: swings away on his uh, back onto to continue as being Spider-Man. And even the Peter Parker in his head is like... Uh, wow, you actually did the one thing I could never do, which is like right. get away from MJ for her own good. <laughs> uh, what's next is J. Jonah Jameson, and he sets up uh, instead of the bat signal, it's the spider signal.
0: It is a dead on, just like we're copying Batman. Yeah. It is a spotlight with a, the spider logo on it and it's shining into the sky on top of a police station. <laughs> So Spider-Man swings in there and instead of like, you know, seeing what's up or like trying to talk to Jonah Jameson, he throws like a spider bomb to blow up this spotlight. And then he's
1: talking to J. Jonah and says like, uh, what are you doing? But then Spider-Man says, well, I am I'm just, I passed your test right here, right? Because what kind of an idiot would set up a spider signal to attract all my villains? Right. right. This is obviously just a test for me that you set up J. Jonah, right?
0: Right. And Jonah's like, Right. <laughs> which is this is a jab at batman Mm -hmm. in real life but like i feel like in batman they explain it well it's like this signal means batman's out so all the criminals are scared yeah yeah but i get why it doesn't work for (laughs) spider-man uh and so
1: more he's like just trying to make uh jay jonah look stupid he's like Okay, if we're going to have this partnership, I'm going to need access to the NYPD laboratory yeah. and experiment and use all of your resources. And he's just trying to bully his way in and trying to uh, show power on top of J. Jonah. Because Otto is kind of a crappy guy.
0: Now, he does have all of um, Peter Parker's memories, but he still has his own memories too. Yes. As being Dr. Octopus. And a lot of those memories are experiences with the Sinister Six and uh, the Vulture. The right? original
1: one. And it's interesting here because like the Peter parker his head, yeah. is watching Otto's old memories. Right.
0: Yeah. So it's like he's interacting it, I like it because it's like the old school costumes too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And remember those little um, flying vulture creatures? Well, they finally make their way back to Adrian Tombs, a.k.a. Vulture, the, the old a uh, uh, villain there. And Spider-Man just follows them to his secret, layer, his new secret layer.
0: Right. And it was only three that attacked MJ, but now in this layer, there's like a lot of them. There's like dozens of them. And they all just attack Spider-Man. So Spider-Man is like, is just like swinging around trying to knock these guys out.
1: And once one of them gets, hits the wall... One of the masks falls off And he looks at the The guy
0: And it's actually a little kid Right It's not like little people Or any kind of thing It's a child He's taking children To use as his like Like henchmen And so
1: Otto He's like screaming Like what? Yeah. You Adrian Would do this? You would Use kids? Uh against their will and like have them do your dirty work.
0: And this really triggers him because he is a child uh, that suffered through like abuse as a a young Octavius. But you know, seeing that Tubes is doing this, it enrages him.
1: And now he sees a vulture fly out of his lair and Otto is out for blood, right? He's like, I'm going to beat you to a pulp.
0: Right. I like this vulture. Now he has like new technology where he doesn't need wings to fly. Yeah. He has like an anti-gravity suit or something. <laughs> so he just uses that to like fly out of there. And he's flying off as um
1: he's trying to get into Spider-Man and like put him in a chokehold. And he's yelling at Spider-Man like, "Imagine you dropping at twelve times your your mass to the ground. I'll just crack your neck." Right, Spider-Man. He's in like a a, a worry now because he doesn't know what to do. So he has a backup plan. He has one of his spider robots. Uh, disrupt that old uh spider signal that was on the rooftop and like fry it so that it shoots up a gigantic blast of light straight at uh the vulture
0: this like blinds him to the point where like spider-man can get the upper hand like now he's got him from the back and he's like flying him straight down into the the spotlight and like crashes there head first
1: and this is like the first time you really see Spider-Man beat someone so bad. Like, again, Vulture's like an old man and he's all like bloody and burnt. And then Carly, that uh, detective, actually sees the aftermath of this and is like, uh, uh, Peter, did you really just beat up the Vulture this bad? You wouldn't do this normally.
0: Right. And Peter is just like glad that he's like finally won, right? And he, Vulture's like inches away from dying. Yeah.
1: And... uh Otto's like, you, you you have to believe me. Like he is doing awful things. He was like using kids, right? Yeah.
0: It's like I'm the hero here. Yeah, you, you gotta see what's
1: going on here. And then Carly's like, Yeah, I think I do see what kind of man you are.
0: Right. And it's hinted at Carly realizing this is not the right Peter Parker. Yeah. Something's
1: going something's amok. And uh we're just <laughs> gonna leave it here. It's kind of fun. This, uh, this swap, this, like you said, Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan, <laughs> switcheroo um, with Peter and Otto Octavius. And um, he's kind of doing a better job than Peter in some ways.
0: It's kind of like um, Punisher and Daredevil. Oh, yeah? Where Daredevil, you know, he doesn't want to kill and he takes people in custody, whereas Punisher is just like, end them. So this Peter Parker version, which is on Octavius, is like, when I hit them, they stay down.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of a good point. And uh, really going to the extremes with it. Yeah.
0: We get to learn more about Octavius, too. Yeah. And it it does seem like, uh, you know, his childhood led him into villainy, but there was like a good person under there.
1: Yeah. a, A genius Just like Peter in in ways.
0: So in in different circumstances, he could have been like Peter, like a superhero.
1: Yeah, very well could have, right? Um, And I think they they start to see each other's points at one point as they invade each other's memories. Yeah. And that kind of happens throughout this whole comic, really, as we go into later issues and you really kind of do see Otto as a hero at one point Um, I don't want to spoil anything but th- the status quo does kind of change back later so sure, don't of worry of course <laughs> uh, but I, I thought this was a super fun idea when I read it for the first time I like, I, like binged all the issues because it was like, really fun
0: yeah I think eventually they can't ca- ca- I think they can't hear each other oh, yeah. inside their mind right so it's almost like two people in there yeah and um, yeah I love this run it, The that Sinister Six Quote unquote Sinister Six, right? The new one, yeah. don't they have like their own spinoff off later.
1: It's really good. It's called Superior Foes of Spider Man. Right. And it's like they're all kind of dumb in their own way. They're like the C tier of villains for Spider Man. Right. Yeah. They're all the C tier and they want the name of Sinister Six, right? Yeah. So they're trying to do big moves, but they're not living up to it. It's, yeah. it's actually all of the jokes are pretty dang funny. Right. It's like a, a bad Ocean's Eleven crew,
0: <laughs> yeah. right? And uh, this run lasted for a while because when Spider-Man would show up in other comics, like I think he shows up in Daredevil and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's this Spider-Man, right? It's the Dr. Octopus controlled Spider-Man. And they, they all have suspicions. They're like, yeah, is that you, Petey? Yeah. But, you know, he does want to change who he is. He wants to be Spider-Man, a superhero. He's just doing it in a bad way now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's lessons
1: to learn as we go into the other issues. Uh, but that was Superior Spider-Man. Let's see what's up with side stories. Last week I watched a cute little new movie, the uh, the latest Pixar movie I've ever seen. It's called Elemental. Uh, you probably heard of it, right? Yes. Uh, it kind of flew under my radar. I didn't really notice the trailers or it coming out, uh, just because like I wasn't sure if I'm into Pixar movies. I don't know if they're they're uh, they're great recently, but this one was really good. I I really enjoyed it. Um, the story revolves around these like characters that are the elements of the world, right? Of nature, okay. Like, like there are water people. There's like plant people. There's like um, air people that look like clouds, and then there's fire people, right? Those are like the main characters of the story. Um, All right. It's actually like an immigrant story. Is the whole world there's like a city. Of the the plants, the winds, and the 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 uh, water people living in, in harmony already, but then the fire people <laughs> attacked. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Is no. there one that can do all of them? <laughs> no, like there's the the fire people that look like they look like cute little flames right there. That's what they look like. Yeah, and then they're like the first immigrants into the city are the fire people, and they have like a, they speak a different language. They speak fireish or whatever. And they have different fire-ish. foreign uh, names and something like that, right?
0: okay
1: and and then they um they make a, a, a home there and then they stay there they have a kid there and then there's a fire community that kind of comes up and grows there too you know like when uh a, a, a different immigrants make it make it like a little neighborhood inside of a bigger city. where do they come from um i forgot where it was the did fire you, nation they just stay there
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: It's like, I do understand you. You're fire, if you're speaking.
0: You need to learn <laughs> our language if you're going to come here.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> learn to speak water. <laughs> uh, but that's, you know, I think that's a common story that we've seen uh, a whole lot in, in stories. Our parents were foreigners moving to this country. Yeah. It's honestly like uh, the, the main character is the daughter who has grown up and is like. Fire daughter? Fire daughter. Okay. And she's thinking that she's going to uh, grow to. Take ownership of the shop that they made in this little fire neighborhood, the small little fire neighborhood in the mm-hmm. bigger city and uh so she has a lot of responsibility looking up but she's happy about her her family they're super uh, warm and <laughs> welcoming but but they also feel like they are still the foreigners and like the water people like, especially they especially hit the water people right of course yeah they, they don't they don't mix right oh. um and uh but the daughter realizes that she has to take care of her shop and um, she runs into this other water character. So the fire character's name is Ember, and the water character's name is Wade. Right. Okay. And she has a fiery spirit, right? She's angry all the time. Mm-hmm. While the the water character is like a crybaby, right? Kind he just of goes with the flow. He goes with the flow. <laughs> he, he's, he's, a, he's a crier, right? Her, yeah. his whole family is because they are made out of water. And at I, 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 the truth of the whole thing is, it's a love story of people that should not mix, right? It's like uh yeah, it's legal. It's a Romeo and Juliet type of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I thought, you know, it's just kind of a common story, a a love story uh, at the end, immigrant story. But I thought it was really well made. I thought it was kind of a beautiful Pixar visuals with it with elements and the kind of cute stuff that happens as they have this bustling city. What kind of shop is it? They sell um like food for fire, basically. Like oh. like firewood or something like that or, or coal that they, they sell to be eaten by other fire people.
0: When the plant people go there, are the shop owners like, Hey, just buy and get out. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the story. It's not the play people, the water people. That's what the ones that really okay. don't mix. I mean, yes, that's actually like a scene in the okay, movie. Right. <laughs> right. And so like I, I it's kind of interesting like that, right? They're they're trying to not be racist or whatever. Uh um, are they
0: calling the cops when the water people try to do like a barbecue in the park?
1: <laughs> or okay. on the phone. When when the like there's the fire daughter trying to sell lemonade they call the police on yeah. them. <laughs> uh it's, it's kind of uh I really liked it right I really enjoyed the movie then right afterwards I watched like the Disney plus like behind the scenes oh wow naked, you liked it that much? Like, right afterwards yeah and it was like the director that made um animation and, like was really into animation and then he like moved it to directing movies and directed this movie right oh cool and he was like talking about his upbringing too he's a Korean American his parents okay. moved from Korea to like uh, to make a life here Yeah, and they were all just like drawing like art that's never gonna work right the common story right. and then he figured out and is now a big deal and like directing they're whole- like you
0: have to run our shop yeah exactly <laughs>
1: it's kind of true like it's basically his life story <laughs> and then he uh, like he married a white woman and like the same thing like the parents were like this is not gonna work obviously and then he proved them wrong and then they have like a, a life together is it Jim Lee? yes <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I thought it was like super interesting story, like even just watching the whole thing about their that, that life. He's from New York, so it's like the same thing, like a bustling city of different cultures living together. Yeah and like he w- it wasn't even his idea to make this movie it was like he was just talking about his life and how he like got a trophy one time like an award and then like that's the first time he saw his dad cry about his career like he wow. made it and then he was like saying that to a co and his coworker's like that's the movie you have to make yeah right basically so I really I thought that was like sweet like oh he has made a real life for himself and then made it into a movie and then he can quit
0: <laughs> <laughs> wonder if we'll one day in our lives see the first fire president
1: fire president president, he doesn't have my vote. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, I, I, I thought it was really interesting. I just thought like, okay, Pixar, you pay, you did every other thing already. You yeah. did dinosaurs, you did toys, and so they're that's just what like, I always think of. They're like they're running out of things to make uh, to personify.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. It's just like an inanimate thing. Let's give them characters.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh and I think they'd have some hit or misses. Like they he this guy was the one that like worked on like good dinosaur. Oh, I wow. never I never watched that, but I heard it had bad reviews too. I think that's one of the,
0: the problems. The lowest-rated Pixar movie, but
1: you haven't seen it either, right? No, I wonder if it gets a bad rap. I'm, I'm curious.
0: It's so hard because they have some of the greatest movies of all time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some of so, them have Oscars, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, like when you have like up the first five minutes is already better than most of their it's other stuff. very movie. Yeah, the rest of the movie is
1: not that good. It's kind of <laughs> regular. Yeah. And it's funny That connection is He worked on The little kid character In Up And he's like He's oh. like a, He's a chubby Asian guy yeah. And he's like He's not exactly me But I kind of like to Think I put some <laughs> I'm kind of like That character right And uh He actually voiced Some characters Like some oh, Background yeah. characters I think he was like one of, like, the new monsters in Monsters U, okay. um, some side thing. I think he was, like, a really random character in Incredibles. So, I thought that was kind of cool. Like, he really just... He just wanted to be animator, and he eked his way to, like, these little parts of making the movie, the mm-hmm. voice acting, directing, and, like, managing people.
0: There are two categories now, I think, that fall under these movies. It's, like, Pixar movies. Yeah. And they have their own... Like, I, it looks like other movies, but I could tell a Pixar movie. Oh, you think so? Yeah. But then there's the Disney animated movies that are... Used to be hand drawn now, they're CG just like Pixar as well, yeah. And I could tell when it's just a Disney movie, too. You can, I, uh, I I guess I can, I'm not sure. So, one of the factors is if there's singing in it, it's a Disney one, like Frozen, like Frozen, like um, whatever the Rapunzel one was, Tangled, yeah, Moana, Moana, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Pixar ones don't have that, yeah. There's this one music, didn't have that, yeah, but there's their characters are not singing, yeah. But uh, I think their stories are deeper, the Pixar, the Pixar ones. ones, yeah, yeah. I
1: guess if you're not spending all this time. On song like singing, exactly, you can build up the story of the characters.
0: I think, um, the Disney ones are kind of surface level storytelling, yeah, which is not bad. It's just, um, the Pixar ones are always about life. Yeah, what, are they making movies for kids? It's kind of like- <laughs> <laughs> so, you're talking about like soul that's about like death, yeah, yeah, right? that's true. It's about bigger existential stuff, like, like, um, even Toy Story,
1: yeah. I mean, like, with Toy Story 3 is gonna make you cry,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> i cried in all the toy stories right
1: (laughs) do you have a favorite pixar movie
0: i usually say it's toy story two all right um i really like that it was the first time for me where like um i was surprised by a twist in a a pixar movie (laughs) really yeah what i was like the prospector's the bad guy (laughs) (laughs) did m.nish shaman direct toy story 2 (laughs) i did not see that coming (laughs) But uh, all, I mean, all their movies are really good. Yeah. Can you tell a, a Disney one and like, do you like have a favorite of the Disney
1: ones? I guess the Disney one, I don't really like these song, sing-songy. Um, I mean, they're not all sing-songy. Yeah. Like wreck Ralph is a Disney one. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. How old is like Princess and the Frog? Because that's not CG, but I really like that movie. <laughs> okay. That's what? Early 2000s? No, I think it's like 2009. 2009? So like,
0: yeah. Okay. I think that might've been their
1: last like, like drawn. 2D. Yeah. I can believe that too. I don't know if I have any Like like any of these Like You don't like the Frozen
0: movies? No, I don't really? I kind of I grew to like them You
1: grew to like them? Yeah
0: I think it was Frozen 2 Where the guy He had like a, a song in it And it was like an 80s Like love ballad song. I don't know that yeah, one It was okay. pretty funny, yeah I, I, maybe I'll
1: watch that one again. Like, do yeah. you, you like both of them? The first one is better. Okay. I I, I remember I was on this uh, flight one time uh, back from the Philippines. Okay. And there was a kid in, in the row in front of me. He's like, I was so bored, I watched Frozen twice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, not Frozen 1 and 2, just the same movie twice <laughs>
1: back to back. <laughs> oh
0: <my God. laughs> That's only like three hours. You still have way more time for the flight. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, so you recommend Elemental? I recommend it. It's on Disney Plus now. I oh, kinda... uh, another Disney one I like is Zootopia. Zootopia is good. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's that's pretty good. I don't. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites. Like, I don't know if I would like it even as much as these other Pixar movies. Okay, but a good movie. Yeah, yeah.
0: So is Elemental?
1: Elemental is pretty great. Yeah, you think yeah.
0: you're gonna get a, a sequel to that?
1: I don't think I. I will. It. I don't think it was a huge hit like other Pixar. Yeah smashes yeah but i like uh romantic comedies and it's kind of that kind of a story so it had like that going for it already
0: i this is strange because it's a pixar character so i don't know if it's pixar or disney but um Lightyear? yeah do you know where that falls was that pixar or was that just disney i think it's a pixar
1: probably had a hand in it i don't think because it doesn't look like a pixar movie right right right. because the main characters are not are human they are human yeah. well so Pixar usually not Pixar never does that yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't i probably wasn't on there you remember that like old story about Pixar when they first made the company they're like we've all these stories like um, plots that we have ideas yeah. like themes with you know cars and toys as our main characters and i think that the dinosaur was the last one so all these ones afterwards are just new stories new. afterwards yeah. I think Lightyear was not on that list. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe it is it is just Disney playing around with the characters they own.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think I like that movie that much anyway. Oh, I liked it. All right. <laughs> Um, I watched a movie also. What'd you watch? It's not a cartoon and it's um, a comedy, which is like rarely made now. Uh, It stars Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, you watched that movie? Yeah. And it's called No Hard Feelings. Wow. Well, yeah. 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 I know about it. All right. It's um apparently based on a true story. It is. Yeah. Where these parents of a kid that's going to college, kids like super shy in right. his own shell. So they hire a quote unquote girlfriend to break him out of his shell, be more so Yes, to prepare him for college life. Um, it's pretty funny. This is a true story. Yeah. Well, I think that premise is true. Okay. What the events that happen in the movie are probably not true anymore. Okay. But um, yeah. The the story is Jennifer Lawrence's character's on hard times, needs money. Sees this Craigslist ad, does it. Um, and it, you could kind of see where this is going, where it's kind of like I was doing this for the money, but then I did grow into like having um uh, uh, it's not really like a love, but it's more like a understanding of the. This kid is it's not right?
1: ro- is it romantic feelings at the end
0: not necessarily I'll right. say there is some romantic stuff yeah but it's not necessarily uh a, a love story mm-hmm. it's a comedy right
1: because um, he's fire and she's water
0: right, right. they don't belong together <laughs> I will say this you they show the premise as like this is her trying to fix him but yeah. it's just as much the other way
1: oh okay yeah. one's hired for the job but they're both
0: yeah you you want she's trying to uh, get him out of a shell and expand out of his comfort zone And she doesn't realize it But he's doing that for her too A different type a of different way. way Okay Yeah Huh Yeah it, it has some pretty funny scenes in it It's not like Die hard Laugh out loud Everything is a joke Kind of comedy
1: It kind of presented that way In the trailer Like it's You're gonna, this is gonna be A laugh out loud comedy it, Like uh, like Cause we don't make comedies anymore Like
0: you Yeah said. But it doesn't I wouldn't call it that Okay It's All not right. like a Like a step brothers Or something like that
1: Or like a super bad
0: Yeah It's still um, A coming of age movie movie right mm-hmm. so it, it has some you know heartfelt scenes in it but it is still uh, categorized as a comedy meaning there's like jokes and funny things that happen in it yeah Jennifer Lawrence as a comedic actress because it's not like, laugh out loud comedy I think it worked for this one but oh. I wouldn't cast her in a comedy only movie in the future
1: yeah oh, okay because you're saying this has some drama or
0: yeah she has to play some serious notes in it and stuff like that So that worked for her yeah so this is okay. this role was good for her but I wouldn't cast her in like oh I don't know Adam Sandler movie really okay you know what I mean
1: yeah because that's the new thing is like finding um these stars that have just been attractive for very long and yeah. good actors and it turns out they're funny <laughs> yeah I wouldn't say it's turns out that... she's funny okay yeah. <laughs> Uh, so did you ever like genuinely laugh out loud in any scene in the I thing? did. Yeah. But
0: um, I will say it's because the male actor, the kid. Oh, yeah. Um, his scenes are kind of funny. Like he, he has, uh, they both have good comedic timing. But the just the way the jokes are written and the events that happen are funny.
1: So like that kid, he is supposed to play like this, like childish. He's going to college, but he's like kind of, kind of a childish character. Yeah. And he plays it well.
0: Yeah. And he's just like um, naive and um uh, doesn't have any sho- social. Social skills. Sheltered. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, I don't know who the actress that plays his mom is, uh-huh. but the actor that plays his dad is Matthew Broderick. Oh
1: yeah, that's right.
0: And he's kind of funny in it. Really? Um the idea is they're in um I think Nantucket or something like that, where like a lot of rich people migrate there. So it's like kind of like a, a rural town, but like it's getting taken over by the rich.
1: Nantucket is a real place. Y- yeah. I think it so. sounds like it's like from a folktale. It's real. Wow. Okay.
0: And um now it's making it harder for the residents to live there because everything's overpriced. Gentrified. Yeah. That's wow. pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. And he comes from one of those like richer families. Okay. And while she's like struggling to pay the bills
1: oh uh, right okay a person that actually lives there and yeah the indigenous
0: sure yeah <laughs> um I, I liked it i wouldn't say it's a must-see but if you there's not a lot of comedies anymore
1: yeah what's up with that it's these dumb superhero movies taking over everything <laughs> it's not cinema <laughs> no <laughs> that's i don't it's a it's a think park. It's, it's not cinema
0: yeah <laughs> Uh, they don't make a lot of comedies anymore because they don't like make a lot of money. Because I don't think this made a lot of money. You think so? You think it crapped out? It wasn't. I don't think it made you know waves at the box office.
1: Dang, I thought this was gonna be the like small crack in the because like I
0: mean you have Jennifer Lawrence, she's a movie star. Yeah, but it you know people are more tight. I think with their wallets when going to movies and they wanna they they're willing to pay for like the Mission Impossible's, but they're not willing to pay for these like smaller budget movies. Just because it's on streaming So quickly
1: Yeah I wonder if it can make A lot of money, money On streaming Cause like Maybe this is not the movie People go to theaters for But Yeah Would stream in their living room Yeah Possibly uh, This was supposed to be like Kind of Jennifer Lawrence Comeback too right Like She's been a uh, a little bit away from the spotlight, and I think this was gonna be like it was a kind of an odd choice for her to be doing a comedy, but to have her back in the zeitgeist a bit.
0: Yeah, I think it was okay because it's, I'm assuming it's a low budget movie. Yeah, it wasn't a big blockbuster, and I I think it it was for me worth watching. I enjoyed it. You liked it. Yeah, so I think it was okay. Kind of like a. Easing back into a Jennifer Lawrence world, you hated her for a while. You're like she was she's everywhere. I mean, her Margot now. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like there's other actresses. <laughs> I think they go and they have to Scarlett Johansson was that for a while.
1: Oh yeah, is that true with a uh, Black Widow or even before that?
0: I mean, like there are other races of actresses too, and you got to take all those roles too.
1: <laughs> right, like Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that um yeah yeah so this was a good one i I should watch it
0: you should watch it because I, I probably want to watch it again
1: oh it's okay like that much
0: i'll watch it again because i've seen it so i'll let you watch it and i'll be in the background
1: <laughs> while i'm doing some other stuff it's that weird thing where like you have someone watch something you watch and you just watch them like
0: you're supposed to laugh at that part yeah you're missing it get off your phone <laughs> There are some funny scenes I want to see again. So I, I would recommend it um, just because there's not a lot of comedies out there and this is something new.
1: Yeah. Okay. They, they're just like moved comedies to TV, I think. Definitely not
0: movies. Uh, yeah. I think so too. You know, you know, this is not going to like restart the co- comedy movie trend or anything. Like in the 90s, I remember like there's a new comedy every month. In the 90s? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And half of them start Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I guess uh, they calm down with that. They want like um, the Judd Apatow movies to come back, maybe. Maybe the Sandler is still making movies, so I think you're yeah. wrong. They're still he's still making a lot. They're <laughs> just going on streaming first. Yeah, and they're not good. <laughs> I heard he made he made a movie recently that has like its highest. Sandler Netflix movie rating so far because it's like a family movie.
0: Oh, I don't even think it's about him. It's about his daughter. His own his
1: real daughters, I think, are casted in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think the cause he plays the dad. Right. I don't think the star is his daughter, but his real life daughters play like her friends or something. Is that is that it?
1: Okay. That makes more sense.
0: I think they got a real actress, that's why.
1: Oh, uh, I see. I see. I see. All
0: right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's called Um No Hard Feelings. Uh I will say like it's like a solid B.
1: Solid B, I'll take it. Yeah. All right. Cool, cool. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, that's all I, I want to talk about, really.
0: Okay. Well, we teased earlier that we have some big news. Right. Um, if you don't know, this is episode 250. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's 250. <laughs> yeah. And um, when we started, it was 2018, I think. That's right. We started October of 2018. So it would be our five-year anniversary next week. Damn, we've been doing it that long? Uh, yeah, I don't believe it. Yeah. It, honestly, like because we did the recap shows, it's more than 250. Oh, really? I- Episodes? Yeah, I'd say we're probably like three something.
1: We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Half a decade.
0: So we've done it for five years. Next, this is episode 250 big milestone. Mm-hmm. To celebrate that, we're going to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you said, this has
1: just been a long time, five years, and it just feels like time, really.
0: Yeah. We've done so many stories, way more than I thought. Um, stories I would never have read unless we were doing the show, which is awesome. Which is cool. Yeah. So we're going to do one more goodbye episode next week, mm-hmm. and then um, we're going to close the book on this reader copy. Oh, wow. I like what
1: you did there. But it's just <laughs> like we, we've done it so long, we've run out of kind of books to do. It's kind of hard to pick up a new one each week. So its I think it's about time, you know?
0: Yeah. I think, I mean, the show is still going to live online for a while. Yeah. So every book, every episode is still going to be online. You could download, go back, listen to old episodes. Um, I'm not going to take it down. I'll probably leave it up for like a year or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So definitely still continue to listen and you could continue to share. Um, you could just pick story titles that you like. Mm-hmm.
1: The books, Your favorites. Maybe you've, yeah. you've seen before. Just want to get our take on it. But, but I think feel two, free. 250 is enough.
0: That's, that's a lot. <laughs> I, there's uh, stories I don't even remember us doing
1: yeah I, I've, I've thought about doing comic books to do in the podcast yeah and I realized we've already done it you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had to like look up if we've done something already
1: I've actually said I want to do one you're like yeah we've done that years ago already <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, our first episode was Venom, mm-hmm, yeah, and that was for when the Venom movie was coming out. The first, wow, one.
1: the first one, yeah. Tom Hardy is Venom,
0: yeah. And I thought, like, if this movie, if this movie is this good, I can't wait for the sequel. Yeah,
1: just wait, guys. <laughs>
0: Well, we want to thank everyone for tuning in all this time. Next week will be our last one. It is, yeah. Um, I don't think it's just going to be a regular episode. We're not doing anything special. No big bash, no. Yeah, I just want to thank everyone for listening thus far. And um, yeah, we're just super happy that we did it.
1: Thank you so much, too, if you have listened for this long. Um, but, you yeah, know, we're still here on the podcast audio platform. You can download old ones as always.
0: Yeah, just find us on there. I'll find us on all the socials. Um, but, yeah, until then, do you want to hear me with the outro?
1: If you like what we had to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy.
0: All right, see you guys next week.